Jerks. This is a Super Friends Super Show where we talk about superhero movie news, comic books, things related to those two. I am Sean Dwyer, joined once again by my Super Friends, Adam Patterson, Sean Brennan. Yeah, gentlemen, you jerks. Shout it Hello. out. I have God, it's been a little while since the three of us have been together. Right? What have I missed? Catch me up. I'm I'm teaching a course on web novels. This is Adam Patterson. This is Adam Patterson. <laughs> this is Adam Patterson speaking. That's from how we're gonna do the rest <coughs> of the show. This is uh, anytime you start going, you I have like to this. introduce. You have this to, is Adam Patterson speaking from the. Everyone has beyond. a call sign. <laughs> <laughs> this is Disco Tango. Disco Tango. <laughs> that's that's something that I think podcasts need to implement better going right? forward. When you have multiple people on the panel, having a call sign for each of the individuals, so it's really easy for the listener. And, and more importantly, I think the call sign should change each time the person speaks. This is Disco Stew. I agree. <laughs> With you, Adam Patterson. <laughs> I, I've been teaching a, a web noveling course. Oh, beautiful! And, and I've been working for the Chinese, and as I'm, we do, I, and I'm I'm helping them branch out their market into the U.S. space with regards to web novels and translations. Indeed, indeed. That's pretty much my uh, what I've been doing. Beautiful, Adam. Yeah. Well, no, you have every reason to have um, been away. You've been very, very busy. And Sean Brennan is busy, absolutely as busy, has been working. What other government have you been working with? Uh, Disco Buddy here, of course. <laughs> um, you know, the Swedes. The Swedes. Um, because I, I, I can pass as one. That's really yeah. it. Uh, I've also been working... For the Germans, because mm-hmm. I sound angry, and when I'm dressed in all black, I look distinguished. Beautiful. I like it. That's yeah. A, that's a very good hallmark of a nationality. <laughs> yes. well, I've been working for the weekends, and for you, listener- Wait, wait, wait. Who are you? Disco what? Disco stew. Oh, okay. Disco, yeah, I said this earlier. I established. Oh, oh, I thought we were changing each one, though. So we no, no, but I thought we were changing each one. I thought we were changing each one. Oh, each time? Yeah. yeah that's really yeah, that was, that, That's <laughs> exactly what I had that's him the, the purpose. That was the joke, was that each time oh, we speak, we're going to change our call signs so that by the end of this, we should have about 30 to 40 call There's signs. There's so much banter just being flung around. I, I miss some of the subtle jabs and, and Disco uh, John here. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's the whole point. Disco Mike speaking. Swan song and <laughs> Sean Swan, uh, something like that. I'm gonna cut all this out. But we're gonna get into, of course, the things that have enriched our lives, be it with the superheroes and the comics and everything related to those things I just mentioned. The things that we're gonna cover, of course, Spider Man, Spider Verse. That's exciting. That's coming up. That's gonna be 2022 is looking extra lush with movies that are coming to that year. As Ant Man will also his been announced to uh, been returning for Ant-Man 3. So that's a very exciting in the future. And also we're going to be covering, of course, some additional castings for the upcoming Batman film, uh, which is very exciting. Obviously, you have uh, you have Robert Pattinson, who is going to be Batman in that one. And he, you have now some additional castings, which are going to be joining Robert Pattinson. So this cast is looking lush and Full of rush. I love that word. Blood. It's a lot better yeah. than like moist. Yes. Well, don't say the word on the air. <laughs> and we're going to be staying in the, the Batman realm in Gotham City as we're going to be talking about it. We're getting close, of course, to the holiday season, to Christmas and a big toy coming out from a well-known toy maker, as it were. We'll talk about that as it relates to Batman. It's a Batman toy. 
don't want to tell you what exactly what it is, but we'll talk about that. Wink, but, wink. Yeah, but that's right. But let's uh, start it, of course. And, oh, and we're also going to be doing a super showdown at the end of the show, our classic segment. Uh, right now, Adam, you are you are oiling down the super showdown arena cage arena, and which is we're it's a, we're we're hoping that someone sponsors the arena so we can have a better name than arena sponsor cage arena. Which is not what I said originally, but is what I'm saying now. Um, hopefully, someone can sponsor the cage. So we have a better, like the Smoothie King. Ar- I, arena. I just, I just hope that somebody can figure out a way to sponsor the oil because yes. I'm tired of squeezing babies for their oil. <laughs> That's right, all over the place and all over your face, and um, hopefully that ear, your ear canal is is uh, is lubed up and ready for what we have to say over the next hour or so as we're going to be tackling a number of topics that we. I just told you what to expect. Spider Man into the Spider Verse two announced. For 2022 is that a um is that just a coincidence that 2022 is the sequel for into the spider-verse 22 2 because actually uh frozen 2 is coming out on november 22nd that's true there's something about the number two two it, it happens often yeah i don't know like I 1982 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. 1922 mm-hmm. i mean these are hallmark years of for batman superman and spider-man no not at all well, the first one, of course, is the Spider-Verse 1. Uh, the original was extremely well received, up for numerous awards. And Sony, since they have some, they still own some semblance of the Spider-Man character on their end still as we speak. They there hasn't the Talks haven't broken down additionally, and, and Disney hasn't picked up more Spider-Man share. What do they own? Like the, the, the foot? They, the <laughs> head? They're losing more as, as the days pass. I, just say, I mean, basically what happens is that Sony's going to try like the, the PlayStation, mm-hmm. whatever they're on. It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to do as well, and the Disney's going to buy Sony, so it'll be fine. That's right. Eventually, so we're in the dying days, of course, as Adam has just alluded to, of Spider-Man being over at Sony Studios. And so hopefully they're they're around long enough to churn out this Into the Spider-Verse 2. And I hope they do because I enjoyed Into the Spider-Verse 1. And there was a, a teaser leaked on the Internet, shown on the Internet officially. So not leaked, although you can leak an official teaser, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's the whole way that's you whole get thing. marketing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's so, called marketing the 21st century. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Duh. So the teaser is in front of our eyes, and from there, there is a ton of speculation because they gave us a lot of uh, candy red apples to sink our teeth into, and we have been biting additional apples, different colors, different shapes, different uh, different patterns on each of the apples. I'm losing this analogy, but that's fine. There is a lot of different, so essentially what the teaser is, for people who haven't seen it, is you have the Spider-Man logo. And there's like 20 different alternate versions of this logo that are just fl- splashing across the screen. And from that, I've gone through and I have given my best guess for what each of these uh, these these Easter eggs, additional logos without any uh, signage on them, uh, letting you know who is uh, who is assigned with each one. They uh, they tease you as far as they have like 20 of these different logos and they don't tell you who each is assigned to. They just kind of let you guess. They let you guess who is going to be in this movie. And I have a number of uh, different guesses. Did you guys have a chance to see this this teaser to maybe uh, maybe formulate some guesses of your own? I did, but I don't have a clue you didn't sit down with a pad of paper no i did not sit down with a pad and paper and i i don't know the spider verse well enough to be like oh look it's i I feel like it's sort of it's going to like batman incorporated and looking at corporate logos it's Uh. just not my thing i don't i it blank on or it blanks on me i have that issue where i see somebody's face and they all look the same do you have facial blindness yeah oh you and anomalisa the whole movie 
Yeah, that's that's fine. I don't I don't know the rest. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. There there hasn't been like a good definitive like costume recently that mm-hmm. I can think of. I mean, Spider Gwen Spider Gwen has a great costume, but like the hood, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um, we all know, proven by Robin by by Damian Wayne, that hoods just don't work. Right. I feel like that that you lose your entire periphery. Same I mean, thing with uh twenty ninety nine, the cape, the weird torn webbed cape. I don't get that. I mean, the Watchmen really taught us that you can't have capes, so I'm just waiting it's for a comment. You mean Incredibles? Incredibles? No, but they took that from the no, Watchmen. Watchmen. Did Watchmen they take verse. that from the Watchmen? Yeah, the Watchmen. Yeah, came out of the 80s. Yeah, they remember mean, the, watch, the Watchmen, you can't have capes because um, one of the guy's cape got caught in a revolving door, right. and, that's how he, and that's how he was thwarted. He was the one who was sponsored by the bank, I think. Yes, yeah. I believe so. And he was, he was murdered. I don't remember yeah, that. There was I just remember in Incredibles 2, it's like, we don't have capes because... I think there's a reference cape to explodes. Watchmen. Maybe? I hope it. I hope it was. I hope it was intentional. I hope they weren't just stealing it and just hope nobody notices. <laughs> like the rest of Alan Moore's creations. Sure. Ah, oh, look at you just firing off those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those look little, at that. Those look at that. Guns. Most of his career has just been taking you know, you, you know, know characters you an ongoing feud them. with Alan Moore. And every he, single episode of the show is an additional chapter of that feud. Yeah. And Alan Moore is podcast. And, and, he is and firing back Sean that Brennan. That and Rob Liefeld. Let's yeah. be honest here. Uh, two of the people yeah. that I will fight to the end of the earth as people who should learn better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rob Liefeld should learn to shut his mouth and draw feet better. And uh, got some bad blood. Yeah, Grant Morrison just needs to know that like people can do things. There needs to be it, a summit between right. the three of you to finally get on the same page. I will I will probably murder one of them. In Austria. In and, Austria. And, and then we will shoot a video of it, and it can be like a murder mystery as to uh-huh. who killed who. And it has to be a candlestick and murder. Maybe we can actually stage it at a premiere of uh, Spider-Man Into the Ooh, Spider-Verse like 2, where it's a special premiere of you guys, a special screening, and someone dies and the, once they yeah, turn off the lights. Could, yeah, we could totally inglorious bastard that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. I said the whole place on fire. Whole place on fire. All right. Well, we'll tune into Alan Moore's podcast later in the week to see what his response is. Alan, if you're listening, we RSVP soon. So. I genuinely love you and can, I don't want to be associated with Sean. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, your you are. It's too late. Can we actually yeah. put this out on Twitter and then tag him? He, does he have a Twitter? Sure. He's got, he's a man of the digitals. Because let's be honest here. There's no better way to pump up our viewership mm. than attacking someone who is punching up yeah yeah, you gotta always punch up that's why i have a friend of mine who's gonna fight ted nugent to the death because let's be honest here ted nugent can just die alan i walked by your house once and i wanted to go into the basement to find your snake god (laughs) but then i i think that was an allusion to your sexual prowess so and I then Garth Ennis was like, come on, we got stuff to do. I got to talk to some aliens <laughs> and just get super high. Alan Moore, an entire idea for an upcoming podcast, right? an entire topic. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I should talk about it on my show. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Uh, so yeah, he's, I'm here for. he's got no problems with you, but with Sean Brennan, you yeah, guys. that's fine. Uh, Murder Mystery Weekend for in 2022. But so obviously that film is coming out. And we're super excited about it. Or at least not, I am. Not Murder Did Mystery guys... 2 Weekend, but Spider-Verse 2. That yes. actually sounds yeah. like a super rad movie. I'd watch that. Murder Mystery Weekend, where the murder's real. 
So, Adam, you, of course, have uh, face a uh, special face blindness. Did you see Spider into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Man, I Spider-Ham? I, I, had, I Were you really confused? It. No, okay, no, okay. I just... Your spider, I, I, your uh, spider face blindness didn't come, didn't affect your... No, it totally did because I, I closed my eyes through the whole thing. Ah. But I could understand the voices because... <laughs> right. Okay, okay. So I liked I liked the voices and, and I liked that, you know, Doc Ock was, was female and I liked that... Mm. Um, that what Nick from New Girl yes. was was a Spider Man. Only he was he was the cranky and angry one. So he actually only John Mulaney, right? He but Spider Ham, Spider Ham, right? And John, John Mulaney has four lines in that thing. It's beautiful so. though. And with your eyes still closed, you you started to doze off a little bit. And it, it since you're watching it on Netflix, I, it went to the next thing. And it went to a John Mulaney stand stand up comedy special. You're no, like, God, no. Spider Ham really gets a big role at the end of this. Thing. I, actually, this it really just let it loose. <laughs> I say actually, it went it went right to um yeah. to what's that puberty monster? Mm. Oh, and, Big and, Mouth. Yeah, Big Mouth. And and it just I, I don't I don't really understand how one comic moves into the other, but it was good. It's true. It was That's a, true. Cartoon, I should say. Yeah, I, cartoon. I mean, I think it's because it has John Mulaney. And once you get past the first few episodes of just like weirdness and somehow child nudity, uh, it's, yeah, but it's it's, it's not a bad show. Nudity, so it's okay. Obviously, in this teaser that was released, you have a lot of cool little uh, Easter eggs with each of these different styles of the Spider-Man logo showing. Yeah, and I just wanted to go through who maybe is going to be in this film based on what logo colors and designs that Ooh. they presented. So they presented, of course, a if you're following in order, yeah, a white and light blue one. And I thought that would be like a Mister Negative or Ghost Spider. You guys familiar with the Ghost Spider that reminds... character? I only know him best from. Spider-Man um, PS4. There's this unlockable Spider-Man suit, but I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay, that could that that could be that could be a character in um, this film. He's got a weird enough. I have backstory. not heard of that, but that sounds fantastic. He is a character in like a, an annual, like a Incredible Hulk annual from like a long time ago, where Spider-Man died and they brought him back. They resurrected him and he came back as like a spirit spider. Ooh. So it was like a one-off annual special from a from a different universe so uh yeah go back and check that out so ghost spider um which actually i think now that i think about it isn't that gwen stacy's uh spider name it now is. it goes Spider. It okay is. It is. oh yeah. so they stole that darn it no, there are no original ideas <laughs> anytime i i hear something in modern comics like oh that's kind of cool i find out like the next week that it was something from the 80s that they it's like just, capes yeah, God, or there's like a, a ton of like Bendis's run on X-Men that where there are a lot of like cool like ideas and like plot twists. I'm like, oh, this is a really so cool run. Though. And I'm like, and I found out like these are all just ideas that are being rehashed from the 80s or 90s. What are we doing? Comics? Well, I mean, the reality is that everything has been done. Uh, I mean, they put out so much content that e- even if yeah. it was un unintended i guarantee right. you that it, it's out there like Just something as obscure as ghost spider they had to reuse the name again because they're out of names for gwen stacy's <laughs> spider character's name it's ridiculous but the next moving on red and dark yellow and i thought that was a 90s spider-man animated series uh kind of actually they, possible can, but they've been saying it's the japanese spider-man well the actually, live I'm, action i'm gonna get that i'll get oh. to that there actually is one um which is a hard edge red and yellow so I know exactly which one you're talking about. That is the Jap- 1978 Japanese Spider-Man, which I believe will be in this film. I think that's all been been confirmed by Lord and Miller 
that would be amazing if he just spoke Japanese. I think he will. I think he will because they they kind of established like that yeah. a little bit with um with the uh, the character in the original Sp- Into the Spider Verse film, uh, the Japanese character. Like, didn't like she speak a little bit of Japanese or like her music, her theme music, like was in Japanese? They will include yeah, no, things. No, I, yeah, I, they they did. I'm, I'm what I'm thinking is that like he's he understands English perfectly, mm-hmm. but he only speaks in Japanese. Beautiful. You know, sort of, sort of Ghost in the Shell style, where they all speak their own language, but mm. somehow they understand each other because they have fish in the ear or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, you got a babblefish in the ear. Yeah, you got a babblefish. I'm okay with that. Your canal. Wouldn't that be amazing? Uh, um, you have I a so. Miles logo illuminated neon, so that's pa- probably I think Penny Parker from the first film that we were just talking to, the Japanese mm-hmm. Spider-Man with a big robot spider. Uh, you have a pink and red spider. Uh, it's been, um, logo, which I think is a Cindy, a Cindy uh, Moon Silk, who was recently introduced in the Spider-Man it, comics. Is it pink though? I think there's like a pink ness about it. If you go and it, it's like a yeah, yeah, pink and red, kind of like a. I thought the 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 style like I don't know. I'm kind of matching. I thought her logo wrong, was more just red on black, like more of a Miles logo. Uh, because if you look at Silk's costume, she's an Asian woman, and it's more just like black red on black and then it's got like weird netting yeah i was gonna say the the pink one lends itself more to the um the hello kitty crossover that they did in 1992 how about we're all how wrong the fuck and we do move you know on that? oh no i'm kidding i, I have okay. no idea <laughs> i think she's gonna be in this film regardless. <laughs> I have no idea i'm not sure if that's exactly I, I could be wrong in this case and of course the next one is the hard edge red and yellow which is the 78 japanese spider-man which we already talked about light blue outlined in red i think is the spider-man secret wars suit Mm-hmm. Also from the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man version uh, unlockable suit, um, which was actually the first time I ever really saw it. I'm like, that's a really dumb suit. And I looked it up online. I'm like, oh, that's from actually that's something. One. That's not. No, it's a bad suit. I think it's I think it's it's it, to the eyes. It Perfect. sears the eyes. It's because it's it's black and it's all black mostly. And then there's like a, some red and blue on top. Mm, of it. Yeah. You got to choose one or the other. You can't choose as as the uh, as as the the secondary color you can't choose red or blue you have to choose red or blue you can't choose both i think what do okay. you think okay no no i'm 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 hearing you i'm hearing you i i think that's a false that's right flag but I'll throw it down. All right. That's fine. So I, I appreciate you humoring me here on this, on this Adam. Um, white and light blue, almost like a denim knit. I think that's going to be spider punk. I think that's your spider punk there. I like, I like that. Or maybe um, the, the Spider-Man cowboy. Oh, um, I like it. Crossover. Kind of looks had. like a, a, yeah, it looks like a. Do, do you remember, do you remember when they had the Briscoe County Jr. Um, mashup kind with of. it? Kind of. I don't. I'm making I don't. <laughs> I'm so glad because I'm like, this just yes, sounds like garbledy cook, and I'm really glad it is garbledy cook. I was yes ending you really hard just then. I was I was really <laughs> hoping that Briscoe County Jr. made it outside of one season yeah. somewhere, somehow. No, I don't think so, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, Bruce Real Campbell, I miss you. Sorry. Next is a, a logo set against a red logo set against a white star and a yellow background. I thought that was Spider-Ham because I think he's going to yep. be back in this film. Yeah. Green, purple, and magenta with knitted elements. I think that's gonna you're gonna get a spider Aunt May. Ooh, you know, I think you know there's some like kind of knitted elements. Like I could see that. I could see that happening. There's a red and black covered in scratches. I think carnage. I think you're gonna get something like a carnage. Yeah, that looks more like a carnagey type of thing. Um, But I mean, I also I'm trying to think of like who else could it be? DSM. 
Could be. The the beauty about this is like we could be wrong with all these because there are so many different versions of Spider-Man that if you want, if you read Spider-Geddon or uh, oh. the Spider-Verse comic that from a couple years ago, they introduced so many different versions of Spider-Man. There, of course, is Spider-UK, which I don't even cover in this list, which is the British Spider-Man. There is like Spider-God, like who he has like uh, cosmic powers. Ooh. Yeah. Th- which... Th- that was, was one version of Parker where he got the um he was basically Galactus's yes, herald, right? Yes, I think there was one of those. Like there's a ton of different and of course you have like um Uncle Ben is like a Peter Parker in one who shows up in the in the Spider-Verse comic. So he's not on this list as well. So maybe there's so many. So maybe they're saving him. Uh then of course you have a Spider-Gwen one and uh, a red and black with on a yellow surface could be a Jessica Drew Spider-Woman. I don't uh, know. I mean, oh, that'd be nice. Maybe. Yeah, I think you need a, like an older, if they choose not to reprise the character, the old Peter Parker from the alternate earth who is sort of out of, out of shape a little bit. If they choose not to use him and you need kind of an older Spider-Man or Spider-Woman in this case is in kind of a mentor roles. And maybe Jessica Drew could fill that role. I think she X-Men is. when I look at that one, the one with like the dirty yellow background. Yeah. Like it, that to me just looks like X-Men Feels, for some reason. Okay, well, maybe. No, Probably I, not, but I, maybe. No, no. <laughs> My, the saddest thing is I don't see the one where Peter Parker has a bag over his head. Mm. I don't see that one in here. You could be getting it. I hope easily. so. Easily. You could easily I really hope so. in post. Um, and then light and dark red on a light blue background. Uh, to me, it looks like Ben Riley from the Clone Saga. Oh. I think you. that's a given. I think you. that's one of you your more recognizable alternate versions of spider-man i think you have to do ben riley uh i think it's interesting as long as you don't like do the you know do the entire clone saga again i think you could pull ben riley out of that and have him be interesting because i think what killed it was the fact that they told the clone saga over the course of several years in the comics what's also interesting oh, too long is too that, long oh, too God, long man. too long too convoluted yeah um is that a lot of these actually like some of the spider butts look different yeah. on them. Like spider butts. No, no, like the the one that's the Japanese Spider Man has a very mm-hmm. nice rounded tush, mm-hmm. but the one that is like multicolored, that's like light teal and right. purple, like that one doesn't really have one. It's kind of like chopped off, and the same thing with the light white one with the kind of like blue in it like that one right there yeah that's actually one that i oh, okay that's the one i actually thought was uh spider um spider punk because it's kind of i think it almost has like a if like if you look at denim really close it almost has like a like a denim kind of knit maybe the blue. that's the one i thought was spider oh please tell me you agree i need your your acceptance yeah sure I'll give all right great no but like but like some of them are missing their tushes while some of them have like the full tush and it's just kind of like oh, melty tushes, yeah like the original miles one oh, where he does the spray that's paint the whole plot someone's melting the tushes somebody's taking the tushes <laughs> somebody's taking the tushes so that they can so that they can produce Super thread and mm-hmm. and thereby oh, make the super strong. Count. Right, the, the, the thread count will be so high. I mean, high. I mean, think about the hotels that mm-hmm. would pay big dollars for that <clears> type <throat> of linen. That's true. That's true. I mean, that could be. I was going to say the inheritors could be the the villains in this one, but I think you you nailed it. You I'm, know, I'm just right saying. I, I think that's the entire plot. It's, I think it's you've got the it. Walt, it's the Waldorf Astoria, you know, funding terrorists oh. to cut off the butts of. Spider-Man. And you can just make as much silk as you need. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just spit out that silk I mean, like it's I going mean, out they, of style. I mean, think about it. Back in the mm-hmm. back in the Middle Ages, the Chinese would, you know, um, 
execute people for bringing silkworms across. So I, I thought is, you 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 said like they would do this in in, uh, in in China. They would cut off the butts of spiders and just squeeze them. No, until... no, because they they use silkworms. Oh, now okay. right. now we now we cut off butts of spiders because we're trying to um, recreate a synthetic spider web so we can build bridges out of it. Is that right? Yeah. Beautiful. Adam, you've been lying so much on this podcast. I don't know what's real anymore. I'm not. Bruce Gilgarden Jr. is there. It just lies. I know. It sounds real. Stuff that, you know, you only get on this podcast, Super Friends Super Show, issue one of these six. Then, of course, Spider-Man 2099 with a red on a navy blue, I think. I think he's going to be a key part of this film because he was part of the extra scene, the extra end credit scene with spider-man 60 where they do like a pointing at each other thing did you guys see the end credits oh, yeah. scene in, in, into mm-hmm. the spider-verse i don't know if if they are going to use i think you got as much mileage as you could possibly get out of the spider-man 60s cartoon in the extra credit scene that they had in the original into the spider-verse i don't know if you're going to see that character again i hope they don't i really don't like when they reprise roles like when um yeah i mean i i just think of like even like lego batman where they they threw in an adam west gotta be thing. careful what? You got to be careful just oh, doing too much, right? You know, it's nostalgia is nice, but I mean, it, it becomes real kitschy real quick. Sure. If you're like, we have to use them all. It, it's yeah. it's a Pokemon issue. That's right. Well, you know, ashes. That's why he's just he can never finish his journey. Right. He's just going to include everyone. He's like, what, like 40 now? Yeah, he's well, working on it. Still he's hasn't done the thing he said he's going to do. Like he literally walked out of the house without a high school education as far as i know no degrees no nothing no basic skills of how the world works doesn't have a job but he gets by somehow if you can throw a ball you can catch them all that's what i always say uh and then there's a pink bubbly font and i don't know what that one is and a pale sea foam in red one so the two there were two and i two i couldn't identify in the time that i used to put this list together so um you can go through this this teaser video yourself, uh, their listener listening to this on the other side of this podcast, and uh, put together your own little list. I'm and hoping put it in a paper airplane and just throw it out a window. Oh yeah, I'm hoping one of them is the daughter of Peter Parker and mm. Mary Jane that has the spider powers, Ooh. because that would really mess up the Spider Man who didn't die, the cranky old one who was too fat. Like that would really mess him up. That's Be like, true. This you're my daughter from a different universe. Maybe that's what we'll get actually, because at the end of Into the Spider Verse, you had the older uh, Peter Parker uh, reconcile with Mary Jane, right? I think so. Deciding that he wanted the kid, so maybe they. When they revisit him, he will have a daughter who is a few years older in developing spider powers. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Who are the villains in this? Uh, the theoretical ones or the ones from the original Spider-Verse? Both. Different Spider-Verse versions of what of what your idea is. So so I so like an alternate Kingpin? Yes, you could do that. Maybe. I don't think, I, I, don't, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I really but you could. So yes and Adam. So so the first quarter, everyone thinks that Madam Webb is the villain but she's really wow. just like bringing them together right. the second quarter is different versions of norman osborn as the goblin okay yeah. uh the third quarter is uh madam webb this is all in one movie yeah this is all one movie okay. i broke it up into four quarters okay uh the third quarter is madam webb bringing everyone together and there being like an eddie brock sort of venom okay. he's the only one um of the venoms and then they get a few more venoms they don't talk about it they get they only get a few because they don't want too many and then all the 
spider men spider people all the spider people fight all the norman osborns along with madam webb's guidance or maybe she dies maybe spider maybe 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 that's the thing that she dies and uh and then um there's a third one where they do a lot more venom stuff i think it's just gonna be a vulture again Ooh. <laughs> I don't think the vulture was a villain in, no, I don't know. in Spider-Verse. So he uh, I I wonder if they're gonna how much they're gonna adapt the original into the Spider-Verse comic. The Spider-Verse comic they did where they had the inheritors who were like vampires who like uh, fed that's on the, so much though. The spider that's, web yeah. of the, across the universe is and that's how they got their powers. Even I can't even I as like I a life. No, even I, as I a lifelong reader of comics, I'm just I like that so much. Th- you guys have gone a bit too far, right? Like mm. it's like Batman mm. being the essential building block to the world of DC. Like, like they literally but make him no, no, but they make him into a god. Like, don't make Spider-Man into like a a god fighter. Don't just don't do it for the movies. It's super complex, mm. and okay. there's a lot more. Just just leave it as a bunch of weirdos who got bit. Um, and just kind of like have to come together to fight something. Yeah. But fight there's something but you don't want there to be like a universe spider web. No, that, people, that vampires are feeding on. No, that's Madam Web. Madam Web's like, I, I see it all. I'm bringing you all together to, to, to right through the wrong or whatever the shit. And she's right. like, yeah, I, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. I, and I still want just like evil daredevils. Mm, so you want there to be like a lot of different that don't just stop it alternate versions of variant versions of spider-man yeah, i mean why, open up the whole web why why can't why can't it just be like you know with like uh crisis right yeah. where you got superman and evil superman they're all over the place yeah you right. can bring open the box let all the how characters... many different versions of i can only think of two versions of daredevil that's the one from spider gwen mm-hmm. and the regular one oh, so are there more the, the right, abc so what, when... t- pilot that they did where he uh, in the in the 80s or the 70s. I, I just I just want to see Ben Affleck get some voice ben acting Affleck. in. That's it. I don't well, think so. of live action it's characters, fine. they have yet to confirm that there is going to be any inclusion of live action versions of Spider-Man in this. Everyone's losing okay. their mind like People that. People want that to happen. And there were some rumors that they were going to have a live action uh, cameo. Um, done by Tom Holland in the original Into the Spider Verse, supposedly, and they, and they that was rumored that was going to happen. It didn't, and it didn't. So they haven't confirmed anything yet as far as including any of the live action Spider Man. But I don't think it's certainly off the table. I, I hope they don't do it. I think it's a bridge too far. I stay th- off that Spider Bridge. I I think that if they did that, Tom Holland, because basically him as Spider Man is pretty much just voice acting. I think I just actually discovered what the uh, title of this episode is: a Spider Bridge too far. <laughs> Thank you, Adam, for telling me about Spider Bridges. Yeah, it's what I do. I if if it is that, then we have yeah. to come up with an entire story and then base it around mm-hmm. the World War Two market garden operation. Do you think someone's trying to build a Spider Bridge to like another? Um, type of like uh like a literal bridge like the though Nazis? yeah some some like t- uh nearby parallel uh thing like there's a whole island of daredevils you're, and you're by, talking about in real life right not, i don't not know in the movies uh okay. no i i was thinking I like of movies, you're like but yes what are you <laughs> yes very much so i'm working i'm, I'm working work through the ideas yeah you're workshopping right, it. Right, i got yeah, it i got you it you're workshopping it yeah yes and right yes, yes. and yes and um i 
would totally be happy if they did a version of all three of the movie Spider-Man, but they're all just like sitting down waiting. Like that's it. Like, it's just like Tobey Maguire, yeah. uh, the one guy who, who was the second one? I forget his name. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And then Tom Holland. And Tom Holland's like, "Hey guys, what are you doing?" And they're like, "Nothing. We're just waiting." And that's it. It just cuts away from that. That's it. That's all it that is. That would that's be hilarious. Well, they did something like that in the Into the Spider Verse comic, Into the Spider Verse comic, and where they had just the two of them kind of talking next to each other. And I don't think they showed their faces uh, or they alluded to them. I believe it was off screen. It was off screen. There was something like yeah, a very subtle type of reference or cameo of the live action versions of Spider-Man. So I hope they kind of maybe do it in that way. And it's not a spider bridge too far. Do you ever notice that every live action version of Spider-Man looks like a basketball? Like I the suit do. looks like a basketball and that's it. Yeah. I, like, that's some, you're reading my notes. You're reading right off my notes. Uh, let's move it over. Let's uh, get off the spider Island and jump over to Marvel studios and the MCU. Ant-Man three uh, is going to be getting greenlit and Peyton Reed is coming back. The director for the first two, he's coming back to return to his directing role. He's got that, that seat was barely um, lost some heat from his director's chair is still a little bit warm for the last time he's on there. I think because it's not like he went anywhere. He's returning, but, but where'd he go? No, but like, does Ant-Man really have mm. any true story to do? Choose like, your words very what? carefully. Ant-Man is always listening. He's got nothing better to do. The second one, yeah. I, I I know what you're thinking. The second one was just pretty much a rehash. Like all the big moments were just rehashes of the first one. I wasn't thinking that at all. Yeah, yeah. But, but then the story was just like, here he is. He's still kind of like a deadbeat dad who's trying to do better. But like, it's a yeah. fun movie. It's, it's fun. just, it's very forgettable. So I think that's, this one, that's my issue. Like it, it's also Spider-Man. Ant-Man is essentially Spider-Man two in every film because he's just there to further the plot of other movies and bigger events. All right. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that's all he's there as for. As long as they don't bring in Topher Gray for the third one. I feel like it's still going to be fun. Do you think, do you good. think there's the, the chance of them bringing in Topher Grace for this one? Oh Yeah. Why? There's always Why? the chance because for, for there's, Grace. Over, there's always <laughs> a there's always a chance for Topher there's Grace. There's always a chance for Topher Grace to get into That's your actually movie. how he lives his like acting career in his life. There's always a chance for I, me. There's always a chance for Topher Grace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, watch out. Don't let him in the studio. If you see him putting up those I mean, he, don't let this don't serve this person flyers around. I don't want him in any sort of comic book. That's true. Ever? That's Ever. Ever. After after Spider-Man 3, I'm you're done with him. I'm done. I but don't but that wasn't him. But that wasn't his thing. He was just following the director. It's like True. the director of Showgirls telling the woman to like flop around, like over exaggerate. Like she was just doing. She was following orders. Was it, it's a terrible doing. thing yeah. to say, but she was just doing what she was told as an actress. And then the director was like, "Okay, good job." Because what was she gonna do? She's like, "I have notes." He could he could film all her notes and all her shots, but that doesn't she he, she doesn't get final say over what they use you know adam is still holding it against topher grace You're, you, you really are i can nothing tell. you have said has, has changed adam's opinion it's true it's true or what he's expecting of future movies every movie you think you're seeing I'm, there's a chance that topher grace you know, I'll, I'll might ruin that experience i'll be honest it's i'm jealous of his hair from that 70s yeah. show that's it all hanging it, out all down like, the street that weird like puffy coconut I mean, bowl head i mean god cuts my hair so <laughs> I don't I, I I'm very jealous of that that almost corn puff hair. Would would it make you feel any better about Topher Grace if you knew that he was like an avid Star Wars fan and like he's gone as nerdy as like recutting the original prequel into like something that is watchable? 
why would that matter to me? Would it make you feel better about him? No. 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 You still hate him. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, did he? Yeah, yeah. He still he like he screen he did like he edited his own version of the prequels into like one watchable film and he screened it just for his buddies. That actually might make you hate him more that he's just like this elitist who just has like oh, I have my own personal screenings and I can show it to anyone. I guess he legally can't show it to anyone, but still it's kind of douchey to be holding your own personal screenings in your house with like everyone has their own custom take home popcorn dishes that they have, I'm sure that he gives away. I, I'm sure that you are hating him more and more. We all have, have our villains, our our uh, our our nemesis, uh, as as we are learning on this show, Super Friends, Super Show 186. But this film, Ant Man 3, is set to begin filming in 2020 or 2021, due out by 2022. And at that point, we're going to be into Phase Five. I guess they could fit another film into phase four but at this point i think phase four is pretty well filled up uh of course you have thor you have dr strange you have a um, you have a scarlet witch film included in this and so you have uh or black uh, black widow i mean film included in this and so i think and i think also spider-man uh spider-man 3 is going to be in this as well so i don't know if there's room in phase four for Ant-Man three. I think you're going to be seeing that in phase five. I think there's always room for Paul Rudd to just be like wedged into small. something and small. that's us. I was just say yeah. disco stew here. Yes. I feel like, I feel like based off of, um, Sean Brennan's earlier comment that right. he's just furthering the plot of every one of them. So I feel like he really is. He, he's going to be like the new Sam Jackson. You know, he'll just show up like in random events. You know, maybe he'll be in the bathroom. Maybe he'll be in a closet and he'll he'll just say, here, do this. And that'll move the the events further along, you know, and he's basically going to be that that fulcrum between the different phases. I mean, end game part D was great. And then when Scott Lang like showed up, it was like, now we're going to get wacky and have fun. And I'm like, oh, you've had it with Paul Rudd. No, I love Paul Rudd. I just think that his character is simply his character is the flash in DC. Anytime there's a big thing that needs to be redone or anytime there's like a big event that has to be changed slightly so that it it makes sense. Somehow they get the flash to run and he he, time and time. And that's just what Paul Rudd did. Yeah, they, yeah. Having the access to the quantum realm, I think, is sort of like a a one size fits all like yeah. solution to fix any problem that they need something. I think he's good to have around for that reason. Uh, he can he can get big, he can get small, super small, and then travel to different places. And if times. you need so, someone to like lift up a house, you can lift up a house. Yeah, he can act as Spider Man's like web pole. That's a thing he, he can could do. easily, easily. Uh, a lot of things. He is a man who deserves a third film in the MCU, and you're going to be getting sure. it very soon. Uh, so, 2022 is obviously shaping up at this point, and another film that's coming out in that year, uh, as we suspect, if not sooner. I think that year. I'm not looking at my notes, but I'm just uh, kind of uh, cracking wise here. Matt Reeves is going to be, of course, directing this upcoming Batman film and the cast is getting real real big and with big names big characters and just a couple just to kind of whet your whistle here with uh what some of some of the actors that they have in their acting trailers they're just getting ready reading over those those scripts getting ready to film a movie for you their listener moviegoer Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler how does that sound 
Oh, was, that, was that finalized? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like Paul Dano is uh, is ready to go, ready to roll. They have his name being stitched right now on his little chair uh, on set. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Uh, that's been uh, reported. That was reported some time ago. Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. And Robert Pattinson's like, brilliant, he told E.T. There, that's brilliant a, casting. That's a lot of characters. <laughs> that is a lot of characters. Well... Hold your hold on to your butts because you got some more. You have um, Colin Farrell is apparently going to be the penguin in this one. Latest. Ooh, I can Andy see Serkis that. is okay. in this with a role that is yet to be disclosed. I think uh, people are like, oh, maybe he'll play. Uh, maybe Circus will be someone. Uh, Al- I, I, I don't know what people are saying. Alfred. Okay. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I think he's well, I think because of his background with playing CGI characters, I can see him being like a clay face almost who's like a CGI like character like that needs a lot of like someone to like kind of like emote true emotions. Yeah, I think Clayface, someone like Clayface or like Killer Croc or no Killer Croc is too big for any mm-hmm. circus to play like. I, I think, think like Clay, I can see him like doing a clay face. He, he he does a lot better with like subtle emotion. Mm. Like he can be stern, but I, I don't see him as a killer croc character. Also, killer croc, like he has been used already. Well, I mean, it's just you have a lot of characters going on. So the question is, what direction are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to do what Spider-Man did with Sam Sam Rainey Spider-Man, where um the the croc by Kurt Connors was always just like a character. He wasn't like actual. You know Kurt Connors just like Kurt Connors. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't the actual lizard. He yeah. was just kind of, he he was still the professor before he became the lizard. So I don't know if they're going to do something like that with any of the other characters. Like is because the there's peng- a lot. Of, I think there's a lot. I think the fact that you have Penguin in this, you have Andy Circus. maybe you wonder if he's going to be playing. If he, if it's Alfred, that's perfect. But if he's playing another he's- villain, You've got problems. Is Colin Farrell going to put on a lot of weight to play I the penguin? I don't know. Or if it's going to be a, a young, sexy no, version no. of He gets to at least use his regular accent as opposed to like putting on these these hammy American accents. I feel so bad for all these like English and like, you know, United Kingdom based actors who have to like put on their fake accents, their crappy American accents <laughs> to just, to to just get, to get yeah, work. To get work. Oh, I'm glad yeah, he'll be able to likely use some type of like English accent, although he's Irish, but that's easy for them to kind of flip. Uh, so I, you want <laughs> you want you're just saying how good it is. Like, oh, I'm so glad they don't have to do an American <laughs> accent. But you have to do you have to do a project, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. They have to do their arch nemesis, the the English, um, as an Irish man. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how. But I think um, I don't. I think you're gonna have more of the gangster style of of Penguin that they've been kind of using more with the Gotham series, television series, and Fox. You have more of a gangster Gotham, uh, gangster Penguin. I mean, in Gotham, and in the comics, he's more of like a kingpin, kingpin yeah. type of like gangster. Uh, owning like the, the the big casino thing, whereas of course in the Tim Burton version of, of of Batman Returns with Penguin, he was not he was just a guy running for mayor who was kind of who had like, a, who had a lot of like just bad parents. Yeah. Um. Side note, I was thinking maybe Andy Serkis is an older Bruce Wayne, mm. and this is all just a flashback of Bruce Wayne like going through like his hits, and it's just like an elderly man because this then sets up uh, Batman Beyond, where Andy Serkis then turns in to Kevin Conway. Uh, just saying. And side side note, I just I think that 
if if all Irishmen have to do English accents, then we have to do Canadian accents. I don't. I've watched so, enough Letterkenny to know that there's a lot of Canadian accents. <laughs> so I refuse to be the one that says "a hey, sir." Are you are you developing fart book? Oh boy, I've done it, sold it, and now I'm on to fart mingle Christians. I like it. Well, hopefully all this witty back and forth uh, is not sending our listeners to hospital because that would be a real shame. Although it would be really easy to listen to this show in hospital. Just put it in your, your earbuds. All the comatose patients. All the go- yeah, you could easily just let this show wash over you. We have many episodes. I mean, thankfully, we have socialized yes, medicine, eh? Indeed. That's very good. That's very good. So awful. Um, this film awful is man. really filling up. I'm a little worried by all of the characters that they are saying. And it, not to mention one name I haven't mentioned yet. And you're going to drop your Is phone. it Arnold Schwarzenegger? It is not. Matthew uh, McConaughey is also being rumored to play yes! Harvey Dent. I love Matthew. Which I think is a great but, casting, but you already have a very full But there's card. so many people. Like, are they just people by name? Because Seems let's like be honest here. Like, even... I think Paul Dano is a really good signing because he's not well-known enough. And he's no. a solid enough actor. But the rest of these are like... You know, having a Colin Farrell, I think, is a big is a big uh, big signing, and that's a big name. That's um, a lot of big names. Who I know, like I'm I'm really actually genuinely concerned now because how many people are, is he going to juggle? Like, yeah, you had well, Batman. You know, he's going to have to juggle someone because right? that's I mean, the only maybe, way he's going to be all these villains. Maybe it's like um, it's like uh, Brad Pitt where he you know he got paid one coffee hmm. for for doing that Deadpool. Um, Did you say oh, one Jimmy, coffee? Um, one coffee. He got he got he got paid a coffee for his um, cameo role. <laughs> Can it be like the worst bottom of the g- barrel, like just grounds black coffee? He it's like Brad here you go. Pitt. Yeah, yeah, and that's what yeah. he that's what he wanted. It was a finely pressed. I wouldn't coffee. doubt it. I wouldn't. Doubt it. One I nice would. coffee. <laughs> one but it's, nice. It's coffee. getting uh, pretty full. Hit this dance card for Batman. He's got a lot of characters to dance with over the course of this uh, hour and a half film, and it seems like they are not going in the direction of say a Batman Begins, where it's a very boiled down you know you focus on the origin you're you're focusing on Raza Ghoul you're not filling it up with tons of well-known actors it's yeah. just it's 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 a smaller budget film you know it, but this one they're going big yeah they're kind of they're they're casting all these well-known uh celebrities and actors and I worry that they're definitely going in a different direction it's just you- an old Andy Circus telling you a story it, yeah. it's an old Andy Circus telling you a story the way that Neil Adams mm. terrible Batman did where like every every issue started with like Bruce Wayne like either shirtless or doing something yeah. but he was looking at the reader as if he was talking to oh, the reader I don't care for yeah, that. oh my god it was it was terrible the art was okay but Neil Adams art is kind of right it's it's a very specific it's almost dated not in a bad way but you definitely know that Neil Adams <laughs> drew and didn't adapt to like any sort of computerization, like any digital art, he still uses pen and ink, but it's just like every, every issue start out. There's a issue where Bruce Wayne is just like picking glass out of his furry chest. That's your- and I, I want Andrew Serkis to be like, let me tell you, you really just do not want to give this, this Batman character solely in the hands of Robert Pattinson. You just want uh, Wait, like him I, to share it with a hundred people. Just don't want him to just can't accept the fact that Robert Pattinson is your Batman. It's not even You're, that. It's that this, this is the most interesting thing I could think of because this story has way too many boxes 
that need filling and stories that need telling. I don't know why Andy Serkis sounded like Tom Waits, though. I'm confused on that part. (laughs) Batman. He's been punched punched in the throat. Batman, at least, let's be honest here. If Batman was a real person, one, Mm -hmm. the Watchmen proved. I know I didn't watch the the third episode, but like he'd be dead by now. And two, he would at least have some sort of breathing issue. He would have several broken bones. There is something into that man where he's either taking steroids constantly just to keep him alive, which is the only thing that would keep a Bruce Wayne alive at this point. That's right. Or he just has sustained so many injuries that he just he doesn't feel pain anymore. I mean, maybe maybe it's like the prestige and and when he goes home, Nikola Tesla clones him and then the first one goes into a watery grave and the the next one goes out and fights crime. Or Scott gets set Snyder. On fire. Scott Snyder, if you have read <laughs> Scott Snyder's Batman run, he's he is a Batman writer for who does Batman comics. <laughs> he lives. He also, he, t- he also makes Batman pancakes. <laughs> he makes a, lives a very simple Batman life. Uh, he's uh, Scott Snyder, who's been writing on Batman for like several years. He has a, a device decade. like this. It's like a Batman machine where it clones Batman back. He's trying to answer all the continuity issues why Batman is always like thirty years old is because he is always just cloning him. He, he has like a, a fail safe where Batman, if he dies, he clo- he has like a cloning mechanism that will clone him back to his original state so there will always be a Batman. What kind of... What kind of so jerk? there is a mechanism. No, no. What kind, I know. Of, what kind of jerk has all this, this money? World always and ha- needs like, me. This world will always need like, me. He's so self-absorbed that the world always needs him. He doesn't put his money towards like curing right. cancer, right. to fighting actual crime. I he know. just needs like he needs a punching bag. That's all he needs. But he's just like I can be the only one to stop them. It's like clearly you aren't because clearly you're not doing a good enough job. What I'm saying is there is a mechanism in place that would allow something like that. So just. All they have to do is just have a meeting with Scott Snyder and he'll give him all the notes and schematics for a Batman cloning device that he's developed. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, Disco Stu here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First off, it, it Batman has to do that because, right. I mean, if you think about it, okay, he's nobody's going to cure cancer because that's going to take out a trillion dollar industry. Just like nobody's going to like make world peace because then how? what, what do you do with all those unemployed cops that's right. and, and all those unemployed... Um, Turn them into firefighters. <laughs> you give them a job where they actually help the people. Just give them a different hat. I, I mean, switch hats. Now you're a firefighter. I mean, Easy. really, think think about all the insurance agents, all the construction that right. goes on after um, after those big fights. I, I mean, if if nothing else, um, if we've learned nothing from comics, mm-hmm. um, Michael Keaton alone should have taught us that salvage is the number one thing that happens after these big fights. And that is the biggest moneymaker for the U.S. economy. Does D.C. have its own version of damage control? I'm sure they do. They should if they don't. I, I was really hoping that that, um, oh, what was that TV show? I know you're talking about. I yes. Know talking about. Yeah. With, with um, Alan Tur- uh, Turgut. The, the funny one that was supposed to be a comedy set in the yeah. D.C. universe? And it was it was awesome i loved it and then they canceled it and i thought it was Did, supposed to be like that insurance agency right but it, it turned out to be like a sort of r&d lab or whatever yeah i heard like, that they wait, did, they they add, did this actually course. air yeah, yeah it, it aired it aired for oh, like they eight changed episodes. course where they were it. like developing instead of being like i didn't know this company, at all it i thought it was just like where they were developing away. weapons for wayne tech yes without realizing it 
instead of being in a, it was supposed, it was originally pitched as like an insurance company that insured people living in Gotham or Metropolis who are just having their like businesses demolished by like supervillains and stuff. Um, I think that is more interesting premise, but they went with a safer one, which involved Batman, which is Boom. sad. Um, but speaking of Batman, we'll, we'll move it really quick. Uh, Batman is uh, coming out in uh, another Lego version as if you don't what? have, and you need another Absolutely. version of Batman, a Lego version of Batman living in, in your house. They are doing a very detailed version of the 1989 um, Tim Burton Batman in Lego form, a very detailed Batmobile. Have you guys seen this? That's yes. Hilarious. But my question to you is like, when you look at that, mm-hmm. it's such clean lines and it's such oh, yeah. just like 17 pieces of black shaped like oh, it black. Is not, it is not 17 pieces. It is a thousand pieces to make it look like it's 17 pieces. But, <laughs> but like you're just building one side like. Of the Batmobile. It's just... Oh, it's, it's only one side? No. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying, though, is if you look at the Batmobile in that movie, it's just like both sides are very right. like streamlined and they're just black. They don't have weapons that pop out of anything. It's just, just black. I can't tell if it is a gigantic Batmobile... Um, set against these these regular size Lego figures that they are um, introducing with this. If it is a, a gigantic size Batmobile that or like can you actually have is it too big for the bat uh batman character in this in this version the michael keaton version of no. batman to ride in it looks too no. big for everything him to ride is in. everything is to scale in the lego world it doesn't matter if it's a custom or so if this it's is an original as a bat is a batmobile it should be it everything looks too should be. big it's just uh, looking at the pictures unless it's like the weird because they did a terrible version of legos specifically for little girls which mm-hmm. are bigger and I yeah. don't understand why they're bigger. Like, like the blocks well, and the characters bigger, are bigger. You know, difficult the dexterity, time, dexterity <laughs> issues that they have uh, had throughout history. Uh, so this one, of <laughs> course, uh, includes your Michael Keaton Batman from 1989. What I love about this version of Bat of the Lego Batman that is coming out with this is it has uh, the, the the cowl, which has the cape and the neck issue, where Batman can't turn his neck, where Michael Keaton's Batman could not. Turn is, it has the really stiff uh, neck turtleneck area of the cape, right? Where so it's he can't turn his neck at all, and yeah, it has yeah. this, which is really cool. I think a really nice attention to detail uh, in this, where it has just a really thick neck area, and then of course you have um, the Batman '89 Joker and Vicky Vale is also included as part of this is a set I, i'm sure i don't see a price listed but it's probably three hundred dollars oh no more. no oh it's i'm sorry two uh i was i was i was uh i went you over you were just reading the price just... is right style went over it's actually 249.99 it hits stores november 29th just in time for christmas uh so this actually i think is cool because this opens the door somewhat to maybe doing more sets and characters from batman 89 and you... Do you want to know the specs on this real quick? Oh, I'd love to. It's four inches high, 23 inches long, and mm-hmm. eight inches wide. Wow, that sounds like beep. <laughs> Interesting. So all characters can just, all three characters that I just mentioned can sit across just in like a like a, like a a picnic seat kind of bench seat situation, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's exactly it. Picnic seat is what I my mind offered Picnic up instead seating. of fantasy. That's fine. Uh, they're all it's all in the same neighborhood in my brain. So I'm I'm probably not going to get it, but I appreciate that it's being made, and I think it opens the doors for maybe they, you could eventually have your Harvey Dent style. I would love to have like what if if they continued the Batman '89 Tim Burton universe characters that you maybe would have seen in Lego version. I think actually they already have that. 
Don't they? Because didn't um didn't they do a Lego Batman yeah. movie and you have Billy D. Yeah, Williams in the movie, yeah. in the, okay, yeah. so in the movie he, he's just kind of so there. Never mind. But, but they it's probably very have quick. A set. It's very quick. They probably have a set of Billy D. Williams playing the. They they they've actually a Lego set of all of Billy D. Williams' roles. I have no doubt. And um, in every single movie, wait he's ever a minute, with. what? <laughs> I'm Did, a liar. God damn it! <laughs> I was hoping there'd be a Billy D. Williams with like a little teeny Colt 45. <clears throat> ah. They're getting there. They're getting there. Well, they I did see that they they are releasing, they have released already, of course, the Star Wars Millennium Falcon or Falcon. We just rewatched the original Falcon. we just rewatched the original Star Wars mm-hmm. uh just last night, my wife and I and my son. You you sat them all and you're like, you're gonna watch it. I didn't realize all that it's these. pronounced Falcon. Falcon? A Millennium not Falcon. English. It's English, it's Falcon, not Falcon. Ah. Falcon is very American. I did I guess I just Fal- never Falcon. paid attention. Yeah. Falcon. Falcon. Okay. I don't like it. I so I, I I think it's great that they are exploring this era I mean, we, of Batman. We beat the British before, so why shouldn't we be able to call it? <laughs> That's Falcon. right. We, I don't we beat them We're once before with their back. uptight knickers. We're gonna do it again. Careful, I mean, excuse careful. me, disco disco table here. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just I'm just waiting for like you know Uptight. Lego Lego Batman two is actually just like a shot for shot of 1989 Batman. I think that would be amazing for yeah. kids to like just to experience um, Tim Burton's Batman in Lego form. The madness. And you could do Superman Libs, which would have been Tim Burton's Superman film in Lego form. There are so many ways you can explore and just have what if style. I mean, we, we could talk to um, Prince's estate and he's, see if they can just there. soundtrack the whole thing. Can't wait. He's already doing it. Anytime I do a little play session with all my Legos, I just put some prints in the background and I just... Exactly. No one can tell me what to do. So staying in the DC side of the playground, Green Lantern is going to be coming to a HBO Max streaming service near you. And and it's going to be led by Greg uh, Berlanti, who is also going to be doing another DC-based series, like an Awesome Adventures or a Mystic Adventures series that is an anthology series that is set in the DC universe. What do you guys think of this? I I have no issues with it. I've always enjoyed the Green Lantern. I'm interested to see kind of like the Green Lantern as it pertains to the comics is Mm -hmm. a small part of a very large universe. Um, so I'm always interested to see how far they delve into it and who they pick as their main characters. What do you think this means for the DC Universe streaming service that they're choosing to take a Green Lantern series? Apparently, this is going to be a very prestige, uh, expensive series that they're going to be doing. And they're putting it on HBO Max. You would think this would be on the DC Universe streaming service. Why The fact that they're putting it on HBO Max instead, you would think this would be a huge boon for the DC Universe streaming service. The fact that they're going with HBO Max in this case, what do you think of that? I think they're just trying to sell HBO Max, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, 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 it sounds like they're trying to sell DC Universe well, to I think HBO. That, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they're all part of the same conglomerate, yeah. the same parent company. As they're all owned Warner by Brothers. Time Warner. Time oh, Warner. that's right. Rights. They are. Rights. HBO's right. So that's, I forgot HBO. So okay. I think that's part of the reason why they're starting to slowly mm-hmm. squeeze all of the remaining toothpaste out of the tube of the DC Universe streaming service to get everything out back over to maybe a more popular service because, you know, without Game of Thrones, you need maybe a, a really expensive well-produced series that people are, are kind of grasping well it's just to. it's just tv like yeah they are also making one hour specials for adventure time for hbo max too so like y- you see that hbo max is really just like 
it's it's like an it's like a cable Netflix almost where it's like you have all of these older shows, you have right. some original content what is the coming point over of a DC Universe streaming service. It seems like HBO Max will eventually once they start bringing oh, I'm over, sure they will do the same exact thing. Well, it seems I mean, like this is sort of the first. Uh, one of the first indicators that the DC Universe streaming service is on its way out. Yeah, it's a dry run, I think. Yeah, uh, there, there are two things. I mean, um, I think first off, you you are definitely seeing it go away because Disney Plus is coming on, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden they're like, wait a minute, Disney Plus encompasses all four of their major things. Right, it encompasses Marvel, encompasses Disney, encompasses um, Star Wars, and so on and so forth. And they're like, oh, we should have done that. And now once again, DC is copying their platform because they can't lead. And second is that I really hope that whatever they're going to do with Green Lantern, it just doesn't reflect poorly upon Canada like the last one, like the last movie did. It did it reflect poorly on Canada. Well, Ryan, I mean, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, as you, Ryan I didn't Reynolds. know if they filmed it in Canada. If it was Vancouver, uh, it, it, it very well might have been. I mean, like Ryan Reynolds was a part of it, so I wouldn't what doubt you, if there was some parts of it that were filmed in Toronto and Vancouver. Well, I hope they approach this Green Lantern series not just like, oh, here's uh, here is Hell Jordan. And the series follows and focuses on Hal Jordan. You could really just have it follow the entire, which I th- I thought they were going to do eventually. I don't know when this Green Lantern Corps series is going to come. This movie is going to come out. Mm-hmm. But I-, I was hoping that they would approach it like, you know, it's an entire core instead of just it being focused on Hal Jordan. He's the central right. character. Right. And I hope that's what they end up doing with the series like Green Lantern for HBO Max. Now, you see, wouldn't it be great if they had like a um, sort of, not, not a mashup, I would say, but... Um, a similar style and similar um, vision as uh, of this, you know, Green Lantern as they would like Battlestar Galactica mm. and and had it almost like that. But because it is on HBO, the first year of HB of any show on HBO has gratuitous nudity and sex in order to bring people on. Hey. So there has to be a gay sex scene with Hal Jordan. Um, that's not me just being, you know. Um, weird. I mean, in all seriousness, like that's that's basically. You want to see those buns? I got you. Well, well it doesn't have to be held around. There's buns, a lot buns, of buns, sexy buns. lanterns out there. There are a whole kilowog. Right? I mean, yeah. there, I mean, there's there's what that pink ring. Right? The whole lantern, the planet. Right. Planet. Ooh, yeah. Everyone's doing <laughs> the planet. <laughs> um, I'm actually really interested to see if they Mogo? were to do something like that. Um, but do it like a band of brothers sort of deal. Mm. Oh, there you go. We're like. Everyone's a, group, a part of the crew. Every, everyone's a part of the same crew, but like every episode is just slightly different. Every episode can take on a different tone. Yep, I depending on of, who they're looking at. Yeah, I think that's you have. You don't just have to focus on one character. It's, you have an, they patrol an entire galaxy. Universe, yeah, and it's a it's a made up. The Green Lantern Corps is made up of just like thousands, five hundred, hundreds of different lanterns. You could really spread out if they choose to. Now, and with the budget that I'm hearing that they're going to be using to, for this type of series, and they're trying to replace Game of Thrones with like a cinematic style, you know, ongoing television s- streaming series. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, they're trying to pour something that people are, you know, something that, that spans an entire galaxy that has a yeah. lot of different moving parts that they're going to be pouring a lot of money into. You know, it's a franchise, a property that people are aware of. I think this could be, uh, I think this could be the one there. What do you think? Probably not. No, no, but no, no, I, I think that's a thought. Do it the right way. My thought was, if everyone has sex on the the living Green Lantern planet, yeah, doesn't that just consider it like, even if it's just two people, isn't that a threesome? You bet it is. R- regardless of, that's why Mogo volunteered 
to be the Green Lantern planet. <laughs> uh, Strange Adventure is the other one, the anthology series that uh, Greg Berlanti is going to be producing him as production company. So that, again, that's going to be an anthology series that focuses in the DC continuity, DC universe. So uh, things to look forward to over on HBO Max. And it seems to indicate the death of the DC streaming service. Uh, so, wow, too bad about that. That didn't last too long. Did you, did you like it? Did you use it? Nope, not for a single second. I know the Teen Titans was a series on it and he that uh the dick grayson version of bat of robin didn't care for batman hey see i'm i'm kind of curious because like i'm i'm i wonder if like the indicator was like oh nobody's even pirating these tv shows yeah (laughs) no one's pirated the not a lot of interest and i know they had like a lot of other series like they canceled swamp thing they yeah you Why? had some other ones that I, I know you had like a Harley Quinn animated series. I don't even know if they ended up debuting after what did that come out? Yeah, I, I have, I have okay. no, no clue. But yeah. I mean, there was always there was some plans. <laughs> yeah, there were plans. I will say that I actually enjoyed the one series that they did with Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, yes. The Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I heard good oh, things about that. that. It was really good. But it's to salvage an entire streaming service. You could just bring over those two to the it's larger very, HBO it, Max. It's, it's very true. Know? I think that. What I think they, it's an all hands on deck situation now that you have Disney Plus, Netflix. I think you have Warner Brothers, Time Warner. Like, all right, we need to, you know, put everyone all hands on deck and just have one hub as far as all of our as far as being our yeah. one go-to streaming service well they're trying to make everything on concentrate right like disney plus is is all of their things that disney owns it's mm-hmm. hulu it's espn it's disney movies it's all of these things now, just jammed into one to cb who's who owns cbs um good question but they have an all-access service and they're right. trying to push that one hard well, that, and that's the thing that, that i'm kind of curious on because like out of abc cbs and nbc cbs is the only one that's that's pushing like its own streaming service. ABC is a part of Disney. So, I mean, I'm sure they're, right. I'm sure they're going to be running with Disney. I don't know um, who's, I think general electric. So like whoever is running, you know, whatever type of tie-ins they have with like refrigerators, CBS, I think oh, is right. sort of no, like, that makes sense. Them, yeah, you know, they're whoever, just, they run cold. That's sort of like their whole entire, like, well, I mean, that, that, that's why they have Viacom. The whole, Vi- Viacom. Viacom. There we, I mean, that, that makes sense. That's why you have um, the Enterprise mm-hmm. um, refrigerators on sale. Yes, Adam, I think you nailed it. Um, we have gone not a bridge too far here. I think we've gone the proper amount of bridge and stopped and ate our lunch. And uh, we're just going <coughs> to head back. Disco stew here. Disco stew. Um, I agree. So that is, uh, I think, all the hardest hitting comic book movie news and superhero movie news that uh, has happened since we've last convened on the Super Friends Super Show. Adam Patterson is putting down the the oils. The, you have a number of different oils. You're there putting, were a lot of babies. A lot of they, babies and gone on oil are, tonight. They are now... They are now with their moms again, and I appreciate. <laughs> so the Super Showdown now. Arena is ready to go. The blood splatter has been re- has been cleaned, reapplied for aesthetic reasons. Or else, what are you fighting in? You know, and four. I mean, yeah, really. fighting four. Uh, so we are going to get in there. And for those of you who are listening to the Super Friends Super Show and the Super Showdown Arena for the very first time, what we do is we take a topic and we debate the topic. Each of us brings our tribute to to the Super Showdown Arena and uh, offers our best example of whatever the topic is. And then we vote in a very democratic type of way it, it, towards deciding who is the best um, debater and whose example is the best uh, best example of the topic that we are discussing and then we decide on who wins 
that Super Showdown arena and survives. Basically is the premise. So if you are keeping score, the score is you, the listener, one, and us, zero. It's all done for your benefit. God so bless you. This, uh, this episode of the Super Showdown arena, we are going to be focusing on the best non-Peter Parker Spider-Man to ever Spider-Man or Spider-Woman or Spider-Person or Spider-Ham. There's no uh, restrictions on what this topic is. The, and, period. That's the name of the topic. Period. <laughs> period. End of topic. Uh, so um, we are. What we do is we draw cards from the 1986 DC Heroes RPG based game, and based on who has the strongest dexterity, um, we decide who gets to argue their argument first. I still think we have to take out. Dr. Manhattan out of there. No, sir. Uh, there, part of the, this is the version two of the DC Heroes expansion pack from 1986, and which included the Watchmen. So is trying to get the word out there on the Watchmen. So they had to include yeah. the Watchmen. So this is the Watchmen expansion pack. And I'm reaching into the box. If you can hear it, trying to pull out the cards, going to put out aside. All the complicated books that no one has ever used that are currently being eaten alive by whatever animals we have in this house. There's a lot of of ASMR going on right here. And at random, I'm going to be giving Adam a card. Don't show Sean Brennan your card. And I'm going to give Sean Brennan the card and myself. And what we do is each we've all drawn, drawn a card of a member of the 1986 DC universe. And that is going to be our representative as far as the, their stats on that card, as far as representing us in deciding who is going to be going first in this uh, very long form game of super friends showdown, super arena version nine. So, um, Sean Brennan, who do you have there? Let's start with you. I have the Huntress who, the Huntress. It, who has a very, shortened cape and a facial expression i don't understand why she has said facial expression it's a it's a strange mix of several emotions oh she's looking at you that's the problem <laughs> wow she's looking at you so what we're gonna do is low is, fruit we're gonna Hurtful. base it based on um whoever has the highest dexterity and if there is a tie it's gonna go to intelligence and if there's another tie i guess strength would be the the third tiebreaker there. So Adam Patterson, who do you have? I have a booster gold booster gold with a dexterity of six. Ooh. And what was your dexterity for Huntress there? I didn't say it was seven, seven. Oh, okay. So okay. already we, okay. we have an okay. idea as far as what okay. the order will be. And I have swamp thing with the dexterity of five. So eat very easy. Uh, you have Sean Brennan who will be presenting first. I will be presenting last. And then Adam Patterson, not to be left out of the three. Some uh, will be in the middle there uh, <laughs> presenting second. So Sean Brennan, if you want to present your quintessential best non-Peter Parker Spider-Man for, uh, the, for the Midnight Society. For the Midnight Society. Um, I got to go with uh, Spider-Man Noir. Ooh, okay. So why is that? Why do you say Spider-Man Noir is the best non-Peter Parker Spider-Man? Um, because I really enjoy the fact that they had to make that character not only gritty, but they still had to make him a spider person. They they still had to make it somehow like he's still Spider-Man. Don't you worry about it. Uh, what's who was so he was not Peter Parker. Who was he underneath the the mask? You know. I forget his name. That's all right. That's all right. Nicholas Cage. The answer yeah. is Nicholas Cage. 
I want to say it's Nicolas Cage, but I mean the the series was a right. good um, it was a good retelling of the whole Peter Parker whole Spider Man mm-hmm. uh just story. Yeah, there, that and what a story. What was his, what was his background? What was his origin story? How is it different to Peter Parker? And if you don't know, you can just make it up. As I think, uh, gonna, as I'm afraid you're going to do, because I, <laughs> there's a there's a look in your eyes which says, no, please don't do this to no, me. No, 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 I haven't read up. No, it's Nicholas, totally, I, it's, I, I've got this. Yeah. I don't know why you sit there looking upon me as if I don't know anything. How Nick, dare Nicholas you? Cage pressured me into into offering this as my tribute for here, the Super Showdown beforehand, without giving me any information on the character. It's yeah. what you said, Sean Brennan. No, no, with, it's, to me with your eyes. Um, so a lot of it has to do, uh, basically mm-hmm. with the goblin, yeah, the goblin who is a crime Lord, of Naturally. course, and it just deals with some like old timey 1920s, I believe crimey mm-hmm. goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's very interesting to see how they try to do it. Yeah, um, sure. Because where's a lot of black. Yeah. Black hat, black hat. The wind's always blowing somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for noirs things, mm-hmm. um, solving crimes, dealing punching gangsters. Basically, it's Batman. It's like golden age Batman with goggles, with, with huge goggles. goggles. A little bit more self awareness, maybe. Yeah. Than original golden yep. age Batman, uh, yeah. punching gangsters, and so good, 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 uh, good offering. Thank um, you. Am I? You're in the middle. You're in the, I'm middle, in the middle. Adam Patterson, you drew Booster Gold. That's correct. Who is uh, of six. sitting here? He's giving you a little shoulder rub of solidarity as you enter the arena. Disco stew here. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So my my favorite Spider Man that's not a Spider Man is is actually the the crossover of Wilfred and Dirk Gently. Oh, um, when him and uh Spider-Man sort of <laughs> do this. <laughs> I was trying to weave in there some Peter Parker with yeah. uh, with uh Toby McGuire and and all three of those and and Dirk Gently and I can't do it. Dirk I Gently can't. from Douglas Adams. Yeah, Dirk Gently Dirk, yeah, on yeah. on Hulu. Um Dirk Gently is I I Is he theory. played by Toby mcguire no 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 no. it'd be funny if he was no but i believe his friend is in it right or am i getting them all no elijah wood are you saying elijah wood i was totally getting them mixed up he could have actually been a really good solid he would have been he would have been a movie peter Parker, live action yeah he really would have been elijah Elijah wood i would not have been intimidated by elijah wood even if he put on 20 pounds of muscle so for the record your offering is (laughs) my my offering (laughs) my offering is my phone died oh boy And your brain just also needed to be charged. And you left your charger at home. Yeah. No Disco stew here. Adam Patterson does it again. And he's out of the arena. And you, Sean. Uh, my offering, um, and what a three-way dance we have right now, obviously, uh, is the superior Spider-Man, uh, who is Doc Ock, living in the body of Peter Parker. So it counts because there's another man... Yeah, pulling yeah, the, yeah, no consciousness. Yeah. Pulling the, the controls in there. And he basically streamlines the Spider-Man game. He decides, like, what the hell am I doing? I'm going to put some different little change-up uh, web shooters instead of web just web shooters. Like, I, I have fire flamethrowers. I have, like, things that kill people. I have, like, it's great. I, I have all these. Um, I'm super smart, so I have all these spider scout robots who are patrolling the city yeah. stopping crime from spreading. I'm basically going to be the superior Spider-Man in that I'm going to stop 
crime in the city. He understands like what it takes to be Spider-Man, but like he wants to do it better. He goes back and gets his doctorate. He finishes school. He becomes a doctor. He becomes a doctor. He starts like an enterprise. He starts his like his own company. And then Peter Parker like climbs back out of his like memories and like reassumes the body. It's so bad. But up until that point, he really does like he's a refreshing change of pace. Doc Ock, I think, is a much better Spider-Man because he like he gets it. And he's not afraid to punch you across the face. No, no. And light you on fire. I think that's a great idea. And to find love. He found love, too. He he did find love, yeah. which... I, the, yeah. I, I, I don't know why they had to make him fall in love. They had to. But, with a person, but they did. With a, uh, with a smaller person. I believe she was a dwarf. She was... I don't know what they're going to be called, what they like to be called. So I'm just going to say a smaller person. They're people, person. <laughs> Sean Dwyer. I am not... Just, I am not arguing that. It's okay. I agree. Uh, so, you Doc Ock, Superior Spider-Man, my favorite run of Spider-Man with the exception of Spider-Verse, where Doc Ock, Superior Spider-Man, actually uh, yeah. made another, um, where he reprised his his role as one of the other Spider-Men. Yeah. I, so, I, I like that. And I guess, and they rebooted Superior Spider-Man again terrible. with a clone who... A clone body, and I guess Doc Ock took over that clone body. Scott Snyder, why is he always in this? <laughs> Scott Snyder. <laughs> I know. Why he's he always, always offering his, his notes. I know. He's always offering the notes. And he's living in San Francisco. It's because Zack Snyder is always like, I got, a, got an idea. I got an idea, cousin. Because so they're cousins. I don't count the modern version of, of, of the Superior Spider-Man as the quintessential Superior Spider-Man that I am offering to yeah. hear the Midnight Society in the Super Showdown Arena. So that is my offering. Um, and now we will vote in a very democratic style. I'd like to vote first. Yes. Um, I want to give it to Adam. Yes. Because of Adam, uh, his think, vote yeah. for Miles Morales yeah. was great. Yeah. Um. I don't know why no one said it before. Right. But Miles Morales is a great Spider-Man of his own volition. Like, right. Let's just be honest here. It, it was a more of an original character. You could see where Adam was going. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It was, it was more of an original character than anyone right. else uh, that they had done because everyone else was just like had some sort of personal um link to Spider-Man. Like right. Miles Morales is just his own. He's just another kid. Yeah. He gets bit he, by another spider. Which makes it more interesting to see how he deals with issues. Yeah. Uh, also I mean, a different power set somewhat, too. Yeah, yeah. different power set. Um, I wish his suit wasn't just black and red because at the time that it came out, it, everyone was black and red. Like, it was a yeah. very weird time that, that every costume that was for a new character was black and red somehow. Are you giving Adam another... I'm I'm sorry. You, as far as bringing up Miles Morales, you're you're saying you're saying that Adam should have chosen Miles Morales. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I, no, I, no, I, I said, said it. Miles he, Morales. Oh, he was going with it. I right. just heard. Dirt, uh, dirt no, that that was gently. Disco Stu who said it. Didn't oh, you hear? Oh, very good. Very Disco good. Disco Stu identified himself. There first. was some. Sorry, my my CB signal was uh, was cutting out. <laughs> I uh, he's still working on his ham radio. My ham radio uh, was cutting out a little bit. Um, good, good. But so, yeah, no, I think Miles Morales from Adam was a really great, solid, so solid pick. One pick for for Adam, one vote for Adam here yeah. in the Super Show Arena. Yeah. Adam, you were looking good. Not a lot of blood on your body, so maybe you survived. You're gonna it's, survive it's the Super Show. The baby, it's wash, it won't stick. <laughs> Squeezing all the babies. Adam, it allows um it allows me to escape mosquito bites and blood. So Adam, who do you choose? Adam Patterson. You're going to choose Adam Patterson. Adam Patterson here. Um, yeah. I'm actually going to choose uh, Sean Dwyer's. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Because I I thought he did he did a wonderful way of mm. explaining um, all of his 
his differentiations between uh, the Spider-Man that was inhabited by the consciousness of Doc Ock yeah. over over the other ones. And I agree that he was the better Spider-Man and he had a lot more fun and he was able to uh, sort of, let's say he was he was the best person that mm-hmm. he could be versus Peter Parker who squandered everything in whininess. What a um, jerk. Very, very like he went back Skywalker, to school, New Hope style, you know. Still found time uh, to start a company, exactly. found love, right? solve all the crime in the city. I mean, he, he literally led a full life in yeah. about three to five years That's right. versus Peter Parker who... Oh, three to five weeks. Yeah, who he was, it, couldn't get his stuff together. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, so thank you. Uh, so that's one vote for Adam, one vote for myself, yeah. and uh, my vote. Um, Sean Brennan, I think your oh, I think your offering oh, was, was beautifully you. was beautifully said and beautifully done. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much for bringing that into the Super Showdown Arena. So once again, we are uh, it's a hung jury. Uh, we are <laughs> we are at a, a stalemate, uh, not a winner here in the Super Showdown Arena once again. So we've yet to have a winner, uh, and that that continues. Uh, so thank you for sticking around with us. Uh, to the bitter end for the dusty finish uh, which is a dusty roads booking uh, philosophy uh, if you are a wrestling fan uh, in that there is um, illusion of a finish but at the end you kind of get screwed as the audience like oh no one actually won this match you just reverse the decision that sounds like life yeah so we we gave you a, a life lesson so thank you for sticking around with us through the super showdown arena hope you enjoyed it and the super show super show the the, the overall super show super friend super show i've been sean dwyer uh thank you again adam patterson for you're, being here you're welcome i'm just happy elijah wood didn't crash the set again oh <laughs> he's been knocking on the door i've been hearing some knocks upstairs him and that wilford barking completely wrong show but yeah <laughs> Sean Brennan, thank you as well for being here. You, you thank know, you. I think you did a fine knock-up job today. You know, I, I feel like I need more of that positivity in my life. Yeah. I'm trying to be more of a better person. I'm trying to be more like you, Sean Dwyer, who did a great job. No, I was every I, time we do this. Sean Dwyer should just inhabit your body. In which case, <laughs> in three to five weeks, you could probably fix everything. Fix your life. You, mm, you return. Maybe. You're like, wow, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> Woo, I'm a doctor. Yeah, just take a that nap. sounds great catch up medieval philosophy that's right so at new super podcast is where you can find us on twitter and just do a google search that's the best advice i give to you for super friend super show on google and find whatever streaming podcast service site you can find that has your show that you has our show that you enjoy and subscribe there give us a like a review we would appreciate that and that is all for us final thoughts um plugs we we will be um We'll be starting a Spider-Man ASMR yes. podcast in about a week or two. Just so a lot of whips. I, I do. I do hope you you will join us. Yes. While we basically we, we put mics on ourselves and then we run around like Spider-Man, and you I can like listen it. to it. Are you saying you have the privilege of listening to? Yeah, it? The privilege. yeah. It's basically just it's if you opened show. up your window um, in New York City. <laughs> And then we're running down the street because you hear all the horns, all the thwips mm-hmm. and all the. Mm-hmm. So it's either a privilege or a punishment, something you threaten your children with. I'm going to put on the Spider-Man ASMR again if you don't pick well, up your toys. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I feel like with my ASMR, there's going to yeah. be a lot. Of, huh, huh. Yep. Well, it's all part of it. It's a fine cacophony <laughs> of of sound and, and pleasure and 
the like. Um, so 186, uh, 187 um, numerically is the next adventure next time. So uh, that's it for me. Final anything else before we close up shop? I close up the DC Heroes board game once again and put it back in the. Just make sure you x-ray your candy. Yes. Whenever you buy it from the grocery store. <laughs> My wife actually said to me, she's like, oh, make sure that no one put in the razor blades in the candy I'm like, and i don't know what, who just so gives I, out free razor blades no one so i like i go to the candy i'm like all right how do i administer a razor blade blade check you i just squeeze I, just, I, I guess you just sort of give a light palpate each candy really quick i'm like all right i guess i've done the best no one's trained me on how to i don't either i don't know i don't know check it's because no one's, razor do, no one's so just, giving out free razor blades i promise ba- basically, you. basically all i do is i take I take one of those like little sweepy magnets and I just go over the candy with it and I figure. Oh, that's if, good. If, if nothing, you know, that's um, good. Yeah, I learned that from Iron Man. I have. Oh, that's good. that's very good. Actually, I have um, Bluetooth headphones that have a little magnetic thing, so the the two pieces of the headphones clang together and stick together. Maybe I should just hover those over. There you go. The candies right. And what, that's very good. See, there needs to be classes for dads whose wives go, all right, check the candies for razors so our child doesn't die. So we know that if the child, if we don't do a good job and the child dies, like we, we don't have to like have that weighing on us for the rest of our lives. Well, I mean, the child wouldn't die. They would just be like, you know, jokified. Oh, you think so? Well, yeah, they would just have like a razor blade in their mouth. Do you know how I got these scars? I had a bad dad. Right. <laughs> you know how I got Didn't these do scars? a thorough job. I, I ate Halloween candy and my father didn't check for a razor blade. So with that, happy Halloween and happy, um, it is now the Christmas season. November 1st is the uh, the beginning of the Christmas season. So whenever you're listening to this, um, whether it's Christmas Day or next year, um, before Halloween, check your candy. Uh, look online to see if there is an actual class uh, given by a, a trained um, authority on the matter. I guess that's the best advice I can give. Look for an Same. actual class. Same. Look, look for an authority figure of some kind who looks like you. That's true. That's true. In the mirror. That's right. So if if you die and check in, if someone didn't check your candy, and this person can slip into your life, I'm gonna cut all this out. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.